At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Three on the nightcap alongside Super Bowl champion, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, Tulane Green Wave great Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Monday Night Football, yet another thriller. 34-31, the dog comes home outright. The Titans, the over does hit as the Titans take care of business and beat the Buffalo Bills. The Boston Red Sox, 12-3 winners over the Houston Astros, and they are now up two games to one against the Astros in the ALCS. Every Monday in this spot, Sean, we always like to bring on our guy, Brad Powers. We want to get a jump start to the week as we take a look at the board. Never too early to take a look at the board. And we do that in this spot with Brad Powers, who joins us right now at Brad Powers 7. Brad, I want to jump right into something that I find fascinating that is always tantalizing to me, and I know to others as well, Unranked teams that are favorites against ranked teams, and we don't have one, we don't have two, we don't have three, we've got four, including two unranked teams, Sean, that are a favorite over top ten teams. So the list is Iowa State, it's Brocktober, minus seven against number eight Oklahoma State. You've got UCLA laying two against number 10, Oregon. Wisconsin, a three-point road dog at Purdue, number 25 now after their stunning win over Iowa. And then Air Force, minus four. Nice win over Boise State this weekend against number 22, San Diego State. So, Brad, of these four plays, is there's one in particular that jumps out at you that you really like? I of the four, I would probably say Wisconsin, but let me first say, I mean, the market's just, it's really sharp and on top of it. There's, I mean, I probably circled three or four of these, you know, when I'm looking to bet the openers at Circa, you know, because I wanted to take advantage of a ranked team that would, uh, would likely should be, at least one of my borrowing said, mm-hmm. be an underdog in these games. The market's just all over. Wisconsin for me, just because, I mean, it's, it's almost like a broken record statistically in almost every single game, Wisconsin looks so much better in the box score than they do on, uh, on the actual scoreboard of the game. And I don't mind fading Purdue out there by far their best performance this season. So the Badgers for me. 
Yeah, this does seem like your very, very classic letdown spot. Uh, Purdue does get to return home, uh, but you do have Wisconsin there. Beat Army. Uh, of the four games that we discussed, is there any that you actually don't like the unranked team? You think there is a spot where the, the ranked team is getting a, a little bit of value in the marketplace? Probably San Diego State. I'm a little surprised. I'm not surprised that Air Force is favored, but by more than a field goal, I, I am. I, I mean, I made the number Air Force three. I mean, I was super impressed with what Air Force did against Boise State last week. But really, other than that game, and Boise State, let, let's be quite frank, uh, a very disappointing season compared to you know past Broncos standards. I mean, look through Air Force's schedule. Who have they really played so far this season? San Diego State will be the best opponent they've faced so far. And a very low-scoring game. I'll take the ranked team getting more than a field goal. Chat once again with Brad Powers. He joins us every Monday in this spot to take a look at the board. Um, you know, this is uh, it's not surprising in the way that they've played. Uh, I don't know if this is just a situation where the market has finally caught up with it, uh, but Pittsburgh is laying points against Clemson. I, I don't know the last time Clemson was an underdog in a conference game. Obviously, this is a very uh, different Clemson team, as my partner uh, has pointed out quite a bit. They are pretty inept offensively. Uh, Clemson getting points on the road, a uh, 3.30 Eastern kick time in Pittsburgh. Is this a spot to to take points with Clemson, or do we look at Pittsburgh and say that they're prime for uh, a victory over the Tigers? It's the first time Clemson's been an underdog in ACC play since 2016. That was the <laughs> Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson game. I mean, it's the first time they've been ca- – and they were only like a one-point home underdog in that one. The first time they've been catching more than a field goal in ACC play since 2014. Uh, it's a, a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, I, look, uh, you know, I think Pitt deserves to be favored, no question about it, from what the two teams have done so far this season. But Pat Narduzzi, Pitt head coach, is not a guy I fully trust to lay more than a field goal <laughs> with. So I, I am going to lean with the Tigers here. Oh, I love you, Brad. I love you. Narduzzi, you're right. He's not trustworthy. There's about he's, he's 65 so, other names I want to put man, in that bubble, too. That dude is so stubborn. It, I, I still just is. remember he really is. a couple of years ago. Brad will remember this. Uh, he, he, you know, he's a defensive guy, and Notre Dame was playing Pitt, and he was like, ah, oh, we're going to single cover Will Fuller. He scored like four touchdowns yeah. that day. I mean, that dude is so stubborn at times. So, Brad, move to Wednesday. I think it's Wednesday. Yep. Uh, Appalachian State is coming off of getting throttled at Louisiana Lafayette. Yet, this is a very, in my opinion, small line, even though they're home going against a red-hot Coastal Carolina team that's just been rolling people this year. What's your opinion on that game? Well, I mean, I wanted to bet App State, but I bet numbers, not teams. Uh, I expect the Coastal to be favored like they are right now. But the problem is, is that the guys at Circa, you know, put, you know, App State favored on the opener. And I went ahead and bet. I knew the market would be all over Coastal Carolina. And I took Coastal Carolina on the opener uh, at plus one. I mean, it's not something that I'm just doing the middle for. But now my numbers are saying that there's some slight value on App State. And it's more of a, a fate against Coastal Carolina and who they have played. Coastal Carolina has played the weakest strength of schedule of any team in the country. And while App State, I mean, looked miserable last week against Louisiana, I think they're due getting more than than a field goal now at home uh, for a little bit of a bounce back. So even though I bet Coastal at the opener, I'd actually lean App State at the current number. Chatting with our good friend Brad Powers, at Brad Powers 7 on Twitter and Brad, I know you are. Uh, this is how most handicappers uh, go about it. You you base it off of your numbers, but uh, I'm I'm fascinated, and and I'm sure you'll get asked this all throughout the week uh, about the Washington State situation. Uh, Nick Rolovich has been let go, as have I believe four other assistant coaches uh, due to their vaccine vaccine status. And what does that mean for this game? You know, BYU is heading into. Uh, into Pullman this weekend. This number has moved to three, some three and a half to sitting here, three and a half at Circa. Um, the public's going to obviously play BYU. They're going to think that Washington State has no chance. I just don't know what to think. And uh, you, you lose your head coach, you lose you know four offensive or four assistants, I believe, uh, split on sides of the ball. So do you leave this game alone? What, what is your handicap of Washington State and BYU? 
So I can tell you how I personally handled it. As the news was leaking today, I went ahead and bet BYU uh, just because, you know, you got to anticipate market moves. I think it's worth a couple of points, at least for this game. Uh, but that doesn't mean that Washington State can't, you know, cover this point spread, that BYU automatically becomes the, the best play of the weekend. I mean, we had a great example of it last week. I, I mean, half of LSU's team was on on the injury list. Mm-hmm. And you got Ed, Ed Orgeron, you know, the likely, I mean, even at that point, you knew his days were numbered. And they, they went outright as a, two, you know, a double-digit favorite, almost a two-touchdown underdog against Florida. So uh, I don't, I agree with you. I don't fully know what to expect. Here's where I do think it has a significant impact is I think losing so many staff members will have a cumulative effect, you know, that, towards the rest of the season. You're just losing too many man hours. That's going to add up over the course of time. And Washington State's a hot team right now. Once that bow breaks and there isn't any hope for the rest of the season, I think that'll be time where you can line up against Washington State multiple weeks in a row. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. We talked to Brad Powers. All right, Brad, we always do it like with like 30 seconds to go, so we'll give you a little <laughs> breathing room here. Um, I, I know you and, and, and other uh, handicappers have been looking towards the totals more so than sides just because of the tightness of the market. So is there a game uh, right now, as we always ask, that at this point in time you think there's value on the board? I like Northwestern Michigan under 51. Uh, I don't see Northwestern's offense having hardly any success against uh, you know <laughs> Michigan's defense. But on the flip side, I mean, I was very impressed with Northwestern off a of bye last mm-hmm. week. Their defense played their best game of the season, so I'm not looking for hardly any points there in the big house on an early kick uh, under 51 for me, Northwestern Michigan. And before we let you go, Brad, you were spot on with the over in the West Kentucky. I don't know what happened in the third quarter, but other than that, it was an over game. But you, need was, the, you need the other team to cooperate, yeah, too. It was a weird, weird <laughs> week yeah, in college football. All the didn't cooperate there. So, I mean, that was the first time I under hit in a West Kentucky game. Uh, this year, so I mean, I'll, I'll take one loss out of you. But Brad was right on on the other team. on Alabama. He came yeah, and out Sparty. and said it's going to be Bama. Uh, and you know, it's funny. I saw some market resistance a little bit last week. Some people were saying this is inflated too much. It's baked into the line, and they might have been right. But sometimes you just have to recognize that it's saving. Yeah. And, and I thought Brad, you brought up a good point where it was historically the trend wasn't that overwhelming. But if you broke it down, what was he? 5-0 and ATS off of his last five losses? Yeah, crankier with age. He had cashed five in a row. So, and keep in mind, a lot of those, some of those losses were when they didn't have anything else dangling in front of them. They lost the SEC championship game, had no national championship to play for. Then the urgency is now they can't lose again at this point. So he had to put that in consideration. All right, Brad, before we let you run, we got uh, 20 seconds. I know you tweeted about it. UTSA, the Roadrunners, they're covering machines. Does it end this weekend uh, for the Roadrunners at La Tech? Yeah, I would lean with La Tech plus seven. Kip Holtz is a dog like his dad. But much better in the underdog role than the favorite role. Yeah, he was uh, able to cover for us at NC State earlier this week. Hey, Brad, always a pleasure. Thanks as, uh, thanks as always. Let's have ourselves a good week. All right, thanks for having me on, guys. Take care. There he is, right, Brad Powers, at Brad Powers 7. We'll recap what he went through, take our thoughts of the upcoming weekend as well. It is the Nightcap here on VC. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Looking for more sports betting discussion around your local Bet Rivers team? Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. The Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh city casts are up and running. And check out the LA city casts with Danielle Alvari. Subscribe to your local city casts wherever you get your podcasts. It is the nightcap. Here on VEASAN, that man right there is Sean King, former Tulane Green Wave great. I am Tim Murray. Um, and Sean also spent five years on uh, both Willie Taggart and uh, Charlie Strong's staff at South Florida. And that's where I want to put on your coach, actually coach and playing hat. Because I, this situation, it's unfortunate, certainly, I think, for the young men and other coaches. Um, you know, we here on the network, focus on what does it mean to betting so we just asked brad powers about this i'm curious your perspective being that you have both been an elite college football player and also on a fbs coaching staff washington state today fired their head coach nick rolovich and four other assistants because of their vaccine status jake dickert who joined the staff in 2020. He will serve as the acting head coach. He is the defensive coordinator and linebackers coach. So the interesting side of this is, Sean, that Washington State had actually been kind of turning it on. Uh, as Brad had alluded to, they've won three straight games. Yeah. Uh, they just beat Stanford this past weekend. Now they have to play BYU. They're at home. Mm-hmm. And it's not the same same thing because you just lost five head uh, five coaches and your head coach but think about what happened this past weekend arizona didn't have their head coach or their play caller but they still could communicate with them these coaches are gone what is the mindset in your opinion we don't know but what do you think the mindset is in that locker room right now as you're trying to prepare yourself for a game that, even with your head coaches, was going to be a game in which you were a very slight underdog, and now you don't have your head coach and you don't have four full-time assistants? Uh, I think it would vary from situation to situation. You'd have to really like just peel back the layers. I think it's huge for Washington State. For one, Nick is the play caller. For two, they lost the co-OC quarterback's coach. And the offensive line coach. So when you just look at offense, two most important people on offensive side of a coaching staff are the quarterback coach and the O-line coach. I mean, those two guys are the nuts and bolts of everything that goes on at every program across the country, across the country for the most part. So losing both of those guys and your head coach, having been the play caller, I mean, that puts you in a very precarious situation on offense, especially at a school like Washington State where – the best and the brightest aren't generally like gravitating to go to Pullman, Washington. You know, it's hard to network in, in that part of the country. It's, you know, it's dark, it's cold. Like people aren't just going there. And I think losing your assistant head coach, he's the guy that normally, if Nick is in a administrative meeting, he's right. the one that runs the team meetings most times. 
he's the other voice that the players hear. So from a leadership standpoint, that's where the vacuum happens. Now, what really, really is the hard part to overcome, especially at the college level, is now who coaches your position meetings, right? Now, because you only had five, I mean, you have what ten full time, ten full time guys, and right. five of them are gone, right? And generally, the way it works is every position coach has either a grad assistant yeah. or a quality control guy, but a lot of times that GA is utilized to kind of create relationships with some of the kids, so he's the eyes and ears because those guys are generally younger, generally still in school pursuing a master's or whatever. So now that guy is the leader of the room. So you might have one of those guys that are ready, but you don't have five. So, I mean, just the implementation of information takes a drastic downgrade. So I can see Washington State falling completely flat. Yeah, I, it is, it's such a tricky spot to, to handicap. Because, I'm all over BYU. Because Washington State, we just talked about them. They, the last three weeks, they beat Cal. Mm-hmm. They beat Oregon State. Came that... I looked at it as a letdown spot. And then they beat Stanford. Yeah. So they've won three straight. And then you look at BYU who comes to town, Sean. Uh, their hopes of playing in a New Year's Six Bowl was dashed two weeks ago when they lost to BYU. So they know now, okay, we're going to the Independence Bowl. Yeah. So they fell on their face at Baylor, a tricky spot. They lose by a couple touchdowns. This is a big game for BYU. For they BYU, had a great season. And you've got a chance to beat another Pac-12 team. You know, yeah. right now, Sean... Yes, they've lost back-to-back games, but they are unbeaten. They are 3-0 and against the Pac-12, an opportunity to go 4-0 and against the Put-In Conference. The Put-In 12, yep. <laughs> Put-In 12. I think, it, for me personally, you know, here at Circuits, 3.5, this thing's just going to be on the rise all week. If you can get it in at 3, I would say play it, and if you lose... You know, you played you played it against a team that was missing five head coaches and once or five coaches and once again, let's say it was last year, right? And your coaching staff had COVID. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Those five coaches would have communicated via Zoom. I mean, it wouldn't have been ideal, but it still would have they would have been able to communicate. Those coaches are now gone. Mm-hmm. And you, as someone who has been implementing, you know, game plans. I mean, those five coaches, I mean, it's Monday, Sean. They played on Saturday. They reviewed the game film on Sunday. They came in. They probably started to install a little bit on Sunday, but the full install for Washington State's not in yet. And now five of those coaches are gone. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll just say this. At the end of the day, I I would back BYU here. I I really would. I I would back BYU. And, And listen. It just sucks for those players, man. It I, really does. It's not, but I, it sucks for a lot of people. Everyone at Washington State that's attached to football. And listen, Nick Rolovich probably is a great guy. I, I ride with anybody that played for the Las Vegas Gladiators because I played for the Las Vegas Gladiators <laughs> as well. I don't. I felt like I must have been the year after him. It says here on his wiki that he was here in 07. So I think I came, I was 08, I think, when I played for the Vegas Gladiators off the top of my head. But here's where this really stinks. And I'm sure he had his reasons for not wanting to get vaccinated. He's always said he's going to keep those private. But to me, that's one of the most selfish decisions that I've seen. Because he's already gotten paid. It's not going to impact him. He's made enough money to withstand maybe being unemployed for an extended period. Those other four guys, they made a conscious decision not to get the vaccine, that's fine. But what about the guys on that staff who have done a great job, who played no role in this, who got vaccinated? Maybe some of them didn't want to, but hey, the state of Washington has a mandate. The University of Washington State has a mandate. So they were like, I want my job. Now, those guys are all unemployed now. People in the training room, people in the weight room. You know, a new, new guy comes in, he wants his own people. So this is going to cost a lot of people jobs. And and so I just think this is, and I know he's probably got legitimate reasons, but sometimes to me as a leader, man, you have to do what's in the best interest of your clan. You know, these people followed you to Pullman, Washington, believe in you. And I just think that's a tough call to then leave them just sitting out there in the open.
unprotected, you know, through no fault of their own. I, I just think, in my opinion, that's a selfish decision. BYU laying three right now at Washington. It is. Uh, it's not going to be a night game. Usually, weird things happen at night at Pullman, but it's uh, a mid-afternoon game, twelve thirty Pacific. BYU at Washington State. We'll see if uh, the Cougars can bounce back. Just a, a tricky spot, uh, to say the least, there uh, for Washington State. Before we hit a break here, uh, I just want to go back because I, I do want to revisit the NFL, what we saw tonight, uh, where we stand uh, moving forward. You know, Cincinnati put it on UCF, um, and another domino fell for them. They still are cheering for Georgia to win outright, they still need Oregon to fall. But the dominoes keep aligning for Cincinnati. Um, if they win out, they're in. I don't think it matters what happens. I think there are some. Uh, I think there are some things that could happen that would guarantee that yeah. they get in. But if they don't, if they win out, here's here's how they don't get in. And it's it's going to be difficult because Oregon is is looking. I think they lose this weekend. But if Oregon wins out, Ohio State wins out, and Alabama beats Georgia, those are your four. Say that again. So if Alabama goes 12-1, and one, right. beats, beats Georgia, Georgia. Okay. Georgia's in, Alabama's in, those are two. Uh-huh. If Ohio State wins out from here, wins the Big Ten, which would be battle-tested, beat Michigan State, beat Michigan, beat Penn State. Honestly, if any one of those Big Ten teams win out. But I think if Ohio State wins out and Oregon wins out, then that's where Cincinnati gets left out. But all that being said, I think it's hard. I, I, I don't see Oregon winning out. I just think because of the eye test, the undefeated Cincinnati gets in over a one-loss Oregon, even though with the Pac-12 champion. We'll finish with the conversation. With a win over Ohio State. We'll finish the conversation on the other side of the break. And look at you. It's a nightcap here on VC. This is the nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Ready for all the action this NBA season with the VEASAN basketball betting experts. Hey, it's Tuesday, back east. NBA season starts today. Grab your copy of the VEASAN Pro Basketball Betting Guide now with strategies, predictions, best bets to stay ahead of the odds makers. Our hoops experts, including JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel, provide strategy and advice, as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. The digital copy is a must-have, folks. Give yourself a betting edge this season and get your copy now. Only $9.99. Head over to vcin.com backslash subscribe. It is an ICAP here on vcin. That man right there, Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Uh, we were just discussing the likelihood of some teams reaching the playoffs. DraftKings did just drop there to make the playoff odds. We don't have the graphic for you, but we could read off some teams uh, that are intriguing. You know, one thing I just want to discuss is I right now believe that dominoes are going to continue to fall. Mm-hmm. I think Cincinnati makes the playoff. However, they don't they still need help. All right. Because there are multiple ways and you know one we completely overlooked is Oklahoma's undefeated. Right? I didn't and, overlook and that. And Oklahoma I didn't overlook that. Looked the part that Caleb Williams has re-energized him. However, TCU was able to get some big plays on them. It's funny, once the offense got going, then the defense became leaky again. So for Oklahoma, you still have a showdown, granted at home, but against Iowa State, who is maybe playing better, seven-point favorite this weekend against Oklahoma State. Then you've got Oklahoma State. Then you've got the championship game of the Big 12, which in my opinion just got easier because Texas just picked up their second loss. I thought they were the most talented team outside of Oklahoma. At Baylor's a tricky one. Yeah, maybe. To me, that's a tricky game. Because Baylor probably will make it at night. No, it's not their choice, but... Or TV. TV makes it at yeah. night, probably. Yeah. We generally end with a... No, Big 12 kind of varies. Kind of varies a little bit. But, again, I think at Baylor's a tough game for them. But, hey, Oklahoma's been finding ways to win. You have to give them credit for that. I think from a strength of schedule standpoint, they're not going to rate that high. And, listen, there could be some Oklahoma fatigue from that committee. Oklahoma's a team that kind of gets in every year, then loses the first game, 
And there could be some fatigue there. But here, mean, here's the thing, Sean. And I, I understand. I'm just saying it could be. I'm but not if, saying it has if they to go be. undefeated, they're, probably they're getting in. in. No, they're no, no. There's no in. probably. They're getting yeah. in. They're a a Power in. 5 undefeated champ is getting in so, over Let me a, ask you this. Because you, always, you always bring up if Oregon runs the table and wins the Pac-12. Correct. That they get in. Yep. So let's just say Alabama and Georgia are in. Alabama runs the table, beats Georgia in a close game, mm-hmm. SC Championship. Let's say they're both, both in. in. Yep. If Oregon wins out, mm-hmm. you think they get in? 100%. Okay, now what if Michigan wins out and they win the Big Big Ten? And now you got undefeated Michigan, who would have beat Penn State, Michigan State, that's actually, Ohio State, and you got undefeated Oklahoma sitting there. You know what? That's a great – that. I think if that scenario happens, Michigan gets in because they're undefeated. Yeah. Michigan's undefeated. So that's what I'm saying. Like Oklahoma to me, because they I think have if that it, scenario happens, that, if that scenario happens, you'd have Georgia, Alabama, Michigan, Oklahoma. I think that's pretty easy. And Oregon wouldn't get in, even Oregon though, wouldn't get in because they would have one loss, and Michigan would be an unbeaten team, and they would have, and they their their win over Ohio State would kind of just nullify itself. Okay. Um, but I do think, once again, when it comes to Cincinnati, whose odds right now to make the playoffs are at plus 110. Because they know. When you look at Oregon. The likelihood of all those teams going undefeated, Cincinnati's at the top of that list. Oh, Just yeah. based on schedule rest of the year. Of course. Yeah. Now, 100%. Oklahoma doesn't have a crazy hard schedule, but the problem is Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State. I don't know who makes the schedule in the Big Ten. But <laughs> well, you how, got to. It's a division. The, how in the heck are we through six weeks of the season and none of those teams have played each other? Well, I tell you what, the Big Ten is now the most intriguing conference in the country. Right, but but it, it's so unfair because now all of a sudden, I mean, these Teams got life and death games every week. Yep. You know that, that who who did the schedule in the Big Ten? Like where where did, where, where did they find this but, guy at? But think about was the, he at the bar like on his twelfth uh, for the Big Ten though. Logger when, when they decided, <laughs> hey, here man, just reach in here and well, grab some names. In his defense, Michigan State won two games last year. Golly. Indiana was supposed to be good. It's almost so as, Michigan State already played Indiana. It's, it's almost as bad as having. Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State, all on the same side. <laughs> that is true. Like, it don't make any sense. Like, the Big Ten is just backwards. Like, I'm about to put them with the Pac-12. They don't get their See, stuff together. The tri- the very fascinating point of this all is the you know, whatever the tiebreakers are, but when you look at Penn State, Michigan, and Michigan State, those three teams, they went through their non-con unblemished. Ohio State didn't. Ohio State is the favorite to come out of the Big Ten right now, but let's say they trip up against Michigan State or Michigan or Penn State, but they still find a way to win the conference. That would be devastating to Ohio State because I think in that scenario, undefeated Cincinnati, in my opinion, gets in over two-loss Ohio State. I think one-loss Ohio State gets in over Cincinnati. You just have to look at history. We've had about eight, nine years of this playoff, and it – it continues to be unkind to the group of five. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati is in rarefied air because of what we've laid out so far, which is the fact that they made it to a New Year's Six Bowl last year, played extremely well, had a difficult non-conference. Unfortunately for them, Indiana doesn't look great, but in Notre Dame could. They'll be a favorite in the remainder of their games. Uh, close favorite, but they'll be a favorite. They could go 11-1, and which would be massive for Cincinnati's stake. Um, SMU could keep winning which would be huge for them as well. The, the conference is a bit down compared to recent years, like the years where you were coaching in that conference. They, right now, I think plus 110 is fair, and I would, if I had to make that bet, which is no minus 130, yes plus 110, I would bet the yes, because the way this college football season has played out, Sean, mm-hmm. it feels like those dominoes keep falling, and a lot of this is assuming that Alabama, when they get to the SEC championship, beat will Georgia. beat Georgia. Right. Well, they'll be an underdog in that game. Georgia has proven to this point that they are a slightly superior team. So if Georgia takes care of business, and that's why I tweeted out last week that Cincinnati needs to be massive Georgia fans. Huge. They need Georgia to go undefeated and knock off Alabama because then that gives you another seat at the table because Alabama's now gone with two losses. They're out of the picture. They're not making the playoff. Then if Oklahoma goes undefeated, if Ohio State runs the table, then you've got more of wiggle room Do for you Cincinnati. Think, 
I, I'm, I truly believe it. I, I, I believe this with all my heart that Alabama is better than Georgia. I just think Bryce Young is. I a, don't disagree. And Bryce Young is starting to utilize his athleticism way more in the last two weeks than he did before. I just, I don't know, man. I, I, I like Bama in that game. I'm telling you, Georgia is going to have their hands full with Florida in two weeks. I disagree with that. Uh, I mean, if they play Richardson, um, I, I just Dan Mullen continues to have stinkers, you know. Yeah. I mean, you could say, well, they were right there with Alabama. Well, they were also down 18 I just, at home. I'm just looking at this Big Ten schedule. I just don't get these guys. <laughs> I mean, this don't make any sense. I mean, now we're in week, what, seven? Uh, week eight. Week eight, and they still don't play Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State. They're, well, well, this you, is ridiculous. Once again, come, remember, coming into this year, so we had Penn State, Iowa. That was a crossover game, so we got that one already. Remember, coming into this year, Indiana – was supposed to be better than Michigan State. So this weekend we have Indiana hosting Ohio State. We have already had but Indiana. Indiana's on that side too. No, I know. The but East. you're saying it was all kind of yeah, clustered together. I'm saying together. when they made this two-division conference, like what were they thinking? It was East like, and this West. Doesn't even make geographic. Any, this doesn't even make any sense basketball-wise. Well, they don't have these in basketball. Oh, okay, they just play one. Okay, yeah. I was, this is ridiculous. Like, why would you put all these teams? <laughs> like, it, it, Okay, no one thought that Michigan State you know, would be with – they are this year, except, you know, listen, Genius is lonely. So I knew, I, I spoke, and it happened. You know, same thing with Clemson being a very subpar I football I give you more program. credit for Clemson than Well, I'm on Michigan, Michigan State. State. I was on them from Northwestern game on. But when you look at the other side, like, come on, Purdue, Northwestern, I know North. This is why Northwestern has been in the Big Ten Championship <laughs> game, because they're in the West. I mean, they never make a, a Big Ten Championship game if they're in the East. Like, it's almost borderline unfair. It really is. Because your two best Big Ten teams are in the East. Probably your top four, to be honest. Because Penn State thumps Iowa. If I would say under, hurt. well, this year, yes. Under normal circumstances, I would say Wisconsin, historically speaking, is. Yeah, and I still don't know why you guys are, are, are riding with Wisconsin. Like, they won last I'm week. I'm not riding Wisconsin. Yeah, they're at Purdue this week. Like, they beat Army last They'll week. They'll beat Purdue. And Mertz was his Mertz self. I They'll think beat he, Purdue. He threw for, what, 112 yards? That's what they need, though. Yeah. They just need to run the football. Purdue's. I'm all over look, Purdue. Oh, go for it. Let's go. I was on Purdue last week because I was a fraud. Over Purdue. Let down spot. You know, all right. You you go for that. You you ride you What's ride your boilermakers. What's my guy's name? A. O'Connell. Let's go, baby. Jay Plummer. Let's go. Yeah, three quarterbacks. Let's go. <laughs> Ronnie Bell's a beast, though. He Ronnie is. Bell's a beast. He's all right. Really good. We'll wrap things up. Look back at Monday Night Football. We've also got a little special uh, special something there for Sean on the other side. It's the nightcap. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. This is the Nightcap on VSEN, the sports betting network. Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It is an ICAP here on Visa. That is Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Sean King, your former offensive coordinator. Yeah. Didn't make you happy, but... Oh, it did. I actually talked to him right after the game. We're talking Rich Rodriguez at Louisiana Monroe. I talked to him right after the game. I was proud of him. You know, I was... Checking on Rhett to see how his son's doing. You didn't tell him that he took the under. Well, no, no, that doesn't. My gambling doesn't come up in conversations <laughs> <laughs> when uh, <laughs> I'm talking to guys. But uh, you I all... do want to say congratulations because they've yeah. been struggling. I, when they inherited this job, you know, I want to say they had lost their last six or seven last year, and I think they opened this year losing three or four. They beat Troy, huge upset. Yeah, so I mean, they've gotten it turned around. I think the Jackson State win was their first win of the season then i think they beat troy after mm-hmm. that then they beat liberty so you know it's good to see those guys you know getting it turned around shout out to uh the south point only spot in town to put up a money line for this game could have got 30 to 1 wow on ul Monroe. i would have taken it but i mean uh so i don't even know what division or what division is sunbelt that? sunbelt uh so you got rich rod your former oc terry bowden is the head coach down there you played for tommy yep at Terry, it was actually at Auburn, I think. Then, yeah, yeah. So, Tommy Bowden was act. He was on the network this weekend. Did you catch it? Yeah, he, he was, does broadcasting. Yeah, so he was, oh, on, he was on Visa. Yeah, I didn't. I he did went not on catch with that. Dave Ross and uh, and Wes Reynolds over the weekend. And uh, our good friend Dave Ross. What um, were they talking about? Well, they they asked Tommy uh, about you, telling him that you're on the network now, and, and he had some thoughts about uh, Mr. King. Uh, Tommy, it's great having you on the program, and, and I'm not sure if you're aware, but here uh, weeknights at VEASAN, Sean King is one of our new hosts here, and he does a fantastic job, and I, I believe you might be familiar with him from your Tulane days. Do you have a message for your old quarterback? Yeah, you know, I was familiar with Sean when he was a quarterback, but I've seen him lately, and I think he's doing radio and TV in the position of a fullback. I think he's doing <laughs> <laughs> Tell Sean if I coach him again, I'm moving him. He's he's like uh, Sean's going to be running some gassers yeah. uh, nowadays to yeah. get in that spry physique he was as a quarterback. Oh, <laughs> I got I got some issues with Tommy Bowden. Hey man, listen. you gonna come out my guy like that? No, 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 no. See, I listen, don't like that. I dish it, so you always have to be able to take it. And there's not a person. <laughs> that I'm closer to from my two-lane days than Tommy Bowden. That's my guy. But I'm big, bald, and beautiful. He might not be able to see that well. You know, he's getting a little older. You know, they say your vision is one of the first things that goes. Because I definitely like a fullback. You might give me pulling guard at an HBCU or something, but Sean Merriman looks like a a fullback when he comes in the studio. Now, the, the bigger issue... And that, how David Ross going to tee him up like that? I got to wait that CD Ross. Well, the bigger issue I have is that your coach that you led to an undefeated season, top 10 ranking, you finished 10th in the Heisman Trophy, you win the Liberty Bowl, you ring that bell, you beat BYU, and he goes on another VEASAN show before he comes on our show? Well, what time is Dave Ross's show? Saturdays at what time? I don't know. That's Sunday? Middle of the day? What time is uh, the nightcap? 7 uh, on our side? You got him the Clemson job. He should stay up until 4 a.m. Yeah, anytime. Tommy. You Tom, call Tommy. Say, Tommy's living the good life hey, down in, uh, man, he's man. not in uh, Pensacola. He's in the little resort area where all the rich people live right there off of that so yeah who got him rich you i did he's so in, you, you he should come on anytime he's in bed by 10 
You wake him up. You tell him you stay up late, coach. We, I got a show, and I would. Your challenge. If he you, just he if just you called want me you to out get on Tommy the me on the show. Yeah, I'll try. I'm just telling you, 10 p.m. is late for old people. Old people go to bed early, man. Um, I know me and you stay up to late times, but old people go to bed. And I, I can't. I can't. I, I'm going to put a disclaimer out there. I'm not responsible for anything that someone over the age of 60 says after 10 p.m. Tommy Bowden should get on a flight and fly to Vegas to be on this show. He would. Tommy's my guy. That's my dude. He's calling you out, man. Nah, I used to go to, I'll tell you a funny story. I used to go up to Clemson every offseason because I was, I was playing for the Bucs, a starting yep. quarterback. So him and Rich Rod were both at Clemson, and I'd go up, and i throw their pass skeleton. And Rod Gardner, mm-hmm. who being in Washington, yep. you, you and Aaron know who that is, oh, but yeah. one of the other receivers, he was a walk-on at the time, was Tony Elliott. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's now the... Uh, Offensive play caller there at, at Clemson. So some good guys. There. I mean, a lot of good people. Their, fertil- their facilities were fantastic, even back in 99, 2000. So I can't imagine how great they are now. But uh, Woody Dantzler was mm-hmm. the quarterback. Yeah, I remember that. And a kid that I hosted at Tulane. I only lost two recruits my entire time at Tulane. One was Willie Simmons, who was the backup quarterback at Clemson, who's now the head coach at FAMU. Oh, really? And yeah. the other was Ryan Clark. Who end up going to LSU? Ryan Clark played for the Steelers. ESPN's who's not ESPN. Ryan Clark. Yeah, those are the only two players in my entire college career that I hosted on official visits that didn't come to Tulane. By the way, Ryan Clark stays up late. He's on like television all the time, so you can tell him. Yeah. You say, "Hey, you didn't come to Tulane. You need to come on my radio show." All right. <laughs> we'll start getting here at three, and we'll film the things man, early. How's Tommy gonna do you like that? That's my guy, man. See, do you guys understand? Like, that's how we roll. That's why we were good. Well, you, you, know, call, well, you call me series. out every day, so, I mean, I'm used to it. The but. funniest thing ever was Tommy doesn't cuss. Tommy's a big Fellowship of Christian Athletes guy. Okay. And Rich Rod, I don't know if he knows any regular words. <laughs> like, he's the only guy I've ever been coached by that can form a complete sentence with all cuss words. <laughs> so Rich would be over there cussing me out, and Tommy be over there, oh, boy, Rich, uh, when the boosters come out now, you're going to have to, yeah, we're going to have to dress that language a little bit. <laughs> Oh my God! It was it used to be hilarious. Great group of guys, though, man. Burton Burns, who's the uh, running back coach for the Giants, he was on that staff. I'm trying to think of some of the other guys. Uh, Frank Selfo, who I think is the head coach at one of those schools in Louisiana. I forget exactly which one. He was there. We had a good group, man. A really, really, really good group of dudes. Man, Tommy, calling you out. All right. We'll get him on the show. We'll get him. Uh, we'll get him to. Uh... What was he talking about on on, on D Ross? I think show? he was just talking college football, but D Ross had to tee him up, let him know oh. that you're on the network. Yeah, Tommy's sleep. I'm just telling you, Tommy is a, a early to bed guy. Eh. Yeah, I'm gonna stay up late, having have an energy drink. We get him on. I'm just telling you, I don't know how much energy he's gonna have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's just wrap this show up. Scott, maybe Seiden. you know what I can do, not to cut you off. I can ask him since he was in the ACC if the home environment at Maryland is even remotely close to the home environment at Duke for a men's basketball game because I do think Maryland was still in the ACC. They were when Tommy was at Clemson. Oh, so for sure, they were in the ACC until to uh, bed for 2010. Our, uh, our producer Aaron Oster. Who some kind of way believes that they're comparable. You think Tommy Bowden's been up to a game at Maryland? Oh, yeah. yeah they travel. They get around. No, Little John Coliseum, or whatever whatever they call Clemson's home court. Um, just wrapping things up tonight. Bills, Titans, Titans win 34-31. Not to cut you off. Baker Mayfield, are you serious? He's got the sling on at the press conference. Got a torn labrum. Come on, man. Give me a break. It didn't seem torn on uh, Hail Mary. What's it torn on the other one? Yeah, I know. He's running down the field to go chest bump. You know, you got to look at the whole movie, right? It didn't seem torn then. It seemed torn after Adrenaline. You know what? It always seemed torn after he fumbled or threw a pick. (laughs) And then it kind of was, oh, I'm fighting through it. You know, but on the touchdowns, you look pretty healthy. (laughs) Just saying. And you know what he's a call it? He's seeking comfort. He's seeking comfort. Spotlight got bright. No Nick Chubb, no offensive tackles, no run game. 
It all falls on me. You're not very high on Baker Mayfield. I like quarterbacks that throw the ball to the guys with the same jerseys as we have on and in an accurate manner. Some people don't. <laughs> I mean, they get down there early in the game fighting for their lives. He's got Odell Beckham open twice, doesn't even look his way. Uh, I actually tweeted out about it. That's going to become a problem. Someone's going to give. Odell's will be like, yeah, get me a quarterback or I'm leaving. Because Odell's numbers. Well, Odell might be not be playing this weekend. He's dealing with an injury, too. Uh, if you play with Baker, you probably act hurt, too. I bet Jarvis not rushing back. And Jar- Jarvis may not be playing. We'll see if he's back. Kareem Hunt's out uh, four to six weeks. Jeremiah Usu koromo out four to six weeks. They got to turn around quick. They got the Thursday nighter. Yeah, man. Thursday nighter this week against Denver. All, All right. of our great fans. Thank you for rocking with us on this great Monday. Yeah. Had ourselves some fun. I think Sean would have had a little more fun if uh, a lot more. the Bills would have covered. But the Titans get it done 34 to 31. A primetime dog comes through. Scott Seidenberg coming up next with the look ahead. That's Sean. I'm Tim. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on the Nightcap. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.